You're listening to Music is Inspiration. Visit us online at musicisinspiration.com. Here's a tune by Irving Mills. Wednesday evening at Alto Cucina in Erie, Pennsylvania, and Sam Hyman is entertaining the restaurant's dinner guests with a variety of originals and cover tunes. Hyman is a well-known singer, songwriter, guitarist, and drummer around northwestern Pennsylvania and New York. His influence doesn't stop there, however. One of Sam's original tunes was included as an episode's theme in the famous soap opera, The Young and Restless, while many others have been featured in film, television, and radio around the world. Sam has released music on Warner Music Group and North Star Music in the UK, and recently released a new CD on iTunes titled Play It Again, Sam. In addition to writing his own tunes, Sam covers popular songs from audiences' favorite artists, including Irving Mills, Neil Young, The Beatles, Willie Nelson, and so many more. Sam has become known for adding his own personal sound and flavor to these classics. In fact, Sam was often told that he sounds so much like James Taylor that he organized a successful series called Almost JT, where himself, drummer Mark Clement, and bass player Mike Miller covered entire evenings of James Taylor's music. Hyman performs frequently and has entertained audiences at over 70 venues in New York and Pennsylvania alone, from major festivals on Lake Erie to his Almost JT series at a local theater, to gigs in New York City and at numerous popular clubs and dinner venues, like Alto Cucina. Sam has performed at Alto Cucina on Wednesday evenings for years, and tonight he's accompanied by talented drummer Mark Clement. Mark plays drums in Sam's trio, but also plays congo when the two are in a duo. Sam's a truly inspiring musician. His passion for his craft is apparent with each live performance and throughout his original music. I was thrilled to have the opportunity to speak with Sam following his gig. As guests left dinner and the restaurant staff cleaned up for the night, we stepped out front to talk a bit more about his career, songwriting process, and success as a musician. I would get out of school and take the bus home, and I'd come home, and my brother had a band. And I, uh, he had his band rehearsed in the basement of the house that we grew up in. And so his, he played drums. And his drum set was always set up in the corner on this little stage, ready to rehearse at a moment's notice. And I would come home every day from school and put Beatle records on. I was four years old, and I would play as close to Ringo as I could get. And that's how I started playing music. They no use to sit in under five feet If you don't know by now They no use to sit in under five feet It'll never do so happy 
Got into bands when I was a teenager and uh, found out that there were bands when I was a teenager and kept playing and as bands go went from one band to another. Uh, ended up getting a call on my 18th birthday and uh, by this guy who was putting together a blues band and asked me if I'd join the band as a guitar player and I said well and a singer and I, I said I, I, I've never played guitar and I don't know if I can sing but sure. And so I joined this old sort of traditional rhythm and blues band and I learned a G chord and a C chord and a D chord and I was in. <laughs> and so uh, we played all over the place. In 2005, Sam's publisher at North Star in the UK asked him to write a song for a potential inclusion in Joe Cocker's upcoming album. Years later, the song he wrote, titled You're In My Heart, was featured as the main theme to an episode of the popular soap opera The Young and Restless. Sam took my request and played the song at Alta Cucina. I signed a deal with a publisher back in the early 2000s and he started sending me requests for tunes and in 2005 I think Joe Cocker was working on a new album and um, my publisher asked me if I would consider writing a tune for his album that we could submit to him. This tune, You're In My Heart, was, was a song that I thought Joe Cocker could probably do this tune. I sort of heard him singing it, and so I, I kind of wrote it with him in mind. So he, uh, my publisher submitted it uh, to his publisher and never heard from him again. That was the end of it, and I thought, oh, well, so Joe doesn't like my song. So then in December of 2013, uh, I got a call from my publishers in the UK, and he called me from England and said that these people who produced this this soap opera that he'd never heard of, uh, called The Young and the Restless, that I grew up with when I was a kid, uh, said that they heard this tune, he had submitted my tune that I wrote for Joe, and they picked my tune as one of the themes of one of their, sh their, their shows, because it fit lyrically and emotionally with what they were doing. And uh, all those years later, this, the tune kind of grew legs. When I was writing this tune for Joe Cocker, I, I was actually had this song going on for, for my boys, and it was written about both of them. Uh, You're in my heart. You're in my In addition to playing covers in blues, punk, and other bands when growing up, Sam was already writing his own music by the age of 13. 
His newest CD, Play It Again, Sam, includes 17 originals. Amazingly, Sam told me that in the process of releasing the album, him and producer Trevor Huster sat down and considered over 50 of his own tracks before selecting those actually used on the release. With his extensive repertoire of originals, I asked Sam about his songwriting process and what inspires him to write. Pieces of paper, wish they could tell me who I'm supposed to be. Songwriting is kind of an interesting thing. It's, it's, I guess it's a, a combination of your experiences and, and your influences, and also there's this thing that just kind of happens that these tunes just kind of fly into your head from, from somewhere. God knows where they come from, right? You know, there are songwriters out there who are songwriters, like guys like Lionel Bart who've been around like forever and who do, if you ask them, write a song about this topic and it needs to feel like this kind of music and there are guys who can do that. I, I can't do that. I mean, I try sometimes because I get requests like that, but I, it always comes out terrible. So what I've found in my old age is that the best thing to, for me to do personally is to just grab the inspiration <clears throat> when it comes, no matter what the style is. I, you know, I don't write in any particular style, although I guess everything that I write kind of ends up sounding like me in a way. And just kind of develop the tune and let it come and try not to affect it too much and just let it be sort of what it is. I look at songwriting like it's more taking dictation than it is actually writing. Don't forget our lovely song And that we sang it loud and sang it strong Don't forget me Don't forget me I've, I've been with, with the same lovely woman since I was about 17 and I'm I just turned 52 and she's been there with me every step of the way and she's still my best friend after all these years and found myself in my early 30s, mid-30s, kind of having a family and a wife and a house to pay for and, and I found that I could go out and play two or three gigs a week and make as much money as I could pumping gas or whatever so I decided to just do that. And so I would take requests from people and write them down and every time I wrote a request down, I would go home then after the gig and uh, learn the tune and write a chart and try to make it my own. And as I would write charts, I would see that every songwriter that wrote these tunes that people were requesting sort of wrote in, a, in the same kind of uh, style in a way, or the arrangements were consistent. And I, f I found that my stuff sort of fit into that same sort of formats, you know, like intro, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, solo, verse, chorus, out. In the same way that I wrote charts for these covers that I would do, I started to write charts in the writing process for tunes that I was in the middle of fleshing out. And if I fit them into the same kind of format, it, it, it sort of helped them come along. Though at first he wasn't the biggest James Taylor fan, Sam was told that his voice resembled Taylor's style. After diving into some of the musicians' repertoire, his appreciation of JT began to grow, and Sam decided to create his own show based around the musicians' songs. 
There's something in the way she moves I looks my way or calls my name That seemed to leave this troubled world behind And if I'm feeling down and blue Or troubled by some foolish game I guess I appreciated his music and thought, you know, some of the songs were wonderful. I just I always found him kind of annoying. Sorry, James. People would tell me that I sounded a little bit like James Taylor, so I thought, okay, well, I can make some money with that. So I learned a bunch of James Taylor songs, and in the process, sort of figured out a little bit about him as a songwriter and what he does. And just playing his songs and learning his songs and writing charts for his songs and trying to make them my own, uh, you know, in that process, I, I developed a real respect for him and a love for him. Uh, I just kept learning new James Taylor songs and in addition to everything else we were doing and people were telling me you should do a James Taylor show and there's all these James Taylor acts out there you know and so I thought nah I'm not going to do that that's so stupid you know and then after a while after a few years I thought okay well let's maybe let's try one and it went over real well and we just kind of kept doing it. So Mark was involved in it. He played drums, and Mike Miller played bass. And it was just the three of us. We did uh, a ton of James Taylor tunes. I have fun every time we play. It's just a ball. I just love it, you know, after all these years. And I think the thing that that's, makes it so much fun is the connection with folks, you know. And you can do that, as I said, with, with music in a way that you can't do it any way else. And so you, you just you, you develop a communication between you and the folks listening. And whether it's two people having dinner and listening or whether it's 5,000 people at a festival if you can make a connection with people that's the most fun and that's why I keep doing it You've been listening to Music as Inspiration with Sam Hyman vocalist, guitarist, drummer and songwriter based in Erie, Pennsylvania Visit his website at samhyman.com for a full schedule of his upcoming performances and a link to his newest CD Play It Again Sam now available on iTunes Special thanks goes out to drummer Mark Clement, heard performing with Sam throughout this episode, and Alto Kachina on Westlake Road in Erie, PA. Visit musicisinspiration.com for additional audio and music samples from Sam and to download this episode for free. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Oh.